You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. This ain't a song for the broken hearted. Here's Dr. Kendra Pearson. Good morning, Kansas City. You are listening to The Wellness Advocate, and I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson, and I am in studio with my good friend, Dr. Adam Boonder. Hello, Kansas City. We also have Vince with us, but he is currently doing a Facebook Live. You know he's our social media guru. So I'm super excited about today's show. I'm excited for everyone that's listening today. As you know, you know, the wellness advocate, the reason we do this show is so that we can bring, you know, what's going on with health in the news and bring the truth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a chiropractor, and I know you as a chiropractor, we deal with a lot of patients that have pain. Right. And we're always advocates for natural healing. Mm -hmm. And I know it's no... New news about the opioid epidemic. I know, I think it was in August that President Trump came out and declared it as a national emergency. Right. The whole opioid epidemic, this has been coming on for a while. But there's, what I want to talk about today is actually recent news. And it's been kind of trickling since August, since Trump mm-hmm. declared all of this. But lawsuits are starting to gather against the opioid industry right. in general. Mm-hmm. And I just came across an article that just came out the other day. And it was on CBS News, and it's going to be airing on 60 Minutes this week. Right. So watch that, you guys. I'm definitely going to watch it as well. But the attorney, I think his name was Mike Moore. Yes. He is a big attorney that went after the tobacco industry. Yeah. And he also went after um, BP, after the oil the spill. The big oil spill, yep. Yeah. So he is taking charge of this huge lawsuit against the opioid industry. Yeah. And, and I think one of the biggest things that a lot of people don't realize is there's this big obviously the opioid crisis and going against the pharmaceutical companies. And, and obviously there's reasons behind it. We'll, we'll get into what those mm-hmm. are. Um, but they say that the shocking thing is that a lot of the lawsuit is not individuals that have suffered the losses through death and, and those families coming in for the lawsuits, but it's counties, it's cities, it's states yeah. that are actually creating these lawsuits. Well, that's when you have a lawsuit is when there's damages. Right. You know, individual people, and that's heartbreaking, actually, just the stuff that I'm reading and, and I'm watching and listening to how it's affecting families and individuals. Yeah. But when you can really get back at the opioid industry for the wrongs that they've created is mm-hmm. when there's large damages to city governments, the economy. states, mm-hmm. the economy, how much money they're paying out for the damage they created. Right. And what's really shocking is that this Mike Moore, if you read the article, this attorney, he said he has devastating hard evidence that they knew yeah. what they were doing. Well, absolutely, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. I mean, these drugs are highly, highly addictive, um, which is obviously why we're Which they at pretended the place. that they didn't know. Yeah. In fact, I think in, ni- in 1990, they, the pharmaceutical companies came out and said these drugs are not addictive at all. Well, they even got the so. FDA to approve them to put a statement on their product saying this is rarely addictive. Right. Which means they probably lied to the FDA about their science or what they have. Yeah. But how long has like opium been around? I mean, how yeah. long has it, these type of things been addictive and we've known? And this is why they create their product in a lab and it's right. an opioid. And they're like, oh, it's not addictive. Right. I mean, right. they're really good at marketing. I mean, when they have exactly. billions of dollars to be able to spend in marketing to make you believe, well, what they're saying, then yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, the truth is doctors aren't 
out there to try to harm patients or to do no, anything. They're they there were to help told them. it was safe, you know, yeah. and they're told to believe the science. But anymore these days, you've got to be a skeptic. Who would put anything past the pharmaceutical right. companies these days? And and you've got to be an advocate for yourself. And that's really, right. you know, why we're bringing this information is because, you know, as as consumers, which, you know, we go to see a doctor and we we pray and we hope that they have our best interest in hand, which 99.9% of them do. But at the same time, we have to be able to look at, you know, is this right for me? How is this going to affect me? How is it going to affect my family with any type of medication that you may be put on and what you're seeking? Because that's one of the biggest things that I think a lot of people don't realize is doctors today kind of had their hands tied because they're they see the commercial or they see that. And and they're now going to the doctor saying that this is what they want, you know, and and so to sometimes even appease the patient, doctors will, will be giving that out. Well, they're human. Mm-hmm. They're human with enough pressure and, you know, and addicts are very cunning. You know, yeah. once they become addicted, they will do anything, say anything to get their hands on these medications and can yeah. even trick doctors, well-knowing doctors, you know, well, into prescribing something that's not Yeah, correct. it's incredible. I was actually just talking to a nurse practitioner just a couple of days ago and she said, yeah, you know, my background is in emergency medicine. And, and she made the comment, and this is, I mean, this goes throughout, whether it's an ER doc, which I've got a friend that's an ER doc as well. Um, when people are coming into the emergency room, it's either because they are obviously dealing with a crisis, you know, they need mm-hmm. emergency care. But the other side of that that they always say is, or it's people seeking painkillers. And right. so they're coming into the emergency room looking for pain medication. Mm-hmm. So, And it's actually, it's scary as well. I mean, I have a good friend um, that is a physician as well, and he's in pain management. And he says that he has friends that running pain management clinics have had patients threaten. He's had uh, a friend had a patient drive a car through the front door oh because when you decide to not, you know, you just put your foot down, I'm not prescribing this. People yeah. can become irate. I mean, this is a highly yeah. addictive drug. It and causes it, erratic behavior. Well, and unfortunately, a lot of these patients can't even control those types of behaviors of, of what's going on because of how these drugs, these opioids obviously are affecting, you know, the brain chemistry. And that's the whole thing. It, it, it gives people a high. It, it, the scary part is that, you know, we, we are an overdosed nation mm-hmm. that that people now, now the biggest thing is how do we begin to get them off of these drugs properly? And, yeah. I, and, and I think that's the hardest thing. We've we've gotten ourselves into this situation. So what, what is the next step? What, what's the procedure? And so just There's as of last- There's so many programs yeah, put in place. As I say, and, they, and they just started doing this in 2016, 2017. Back in 2016, they ju- they finally started a guideline on how to actually prescribe pain medications and opioids. Yeah, um, which that's crazy. Which is here's what's really scary about that is now they've created this huge problem. There's all these ed- people that are addicted, these mm-hmm. addicts, and now they've enacted laws to try to restrict the amount of opioids that are prescribed. So where are they going to get it? Right. They're going to get it from the streets, mm-hmm. or they're going to switch to heroin, which is coming into our country or the boatloads from other countries. Right. And now they're on, you know, it's not regulated or monitored by a doctor. It's, now they're, and that's where you have mm-hmm. um, overdoses. I yeah. think I was reading somewhere that said four out of five heroin users were originally abusing prescription meds. It's crazy. That blows my mind. So now they've, you know, they're trying to, as you try to steer in the right path, mm-hmm. the fallout, we haven't even seen the beginning of the fallout. Right. And that's why they need all these other programs enacted for, um, like, Drugs like naloxone and suboxone in these clinics to help get people off these medications. Yeah. But even the other day, I, well, I was think I was watching a, I can't remember what news program I was watching, but they had like the pharmaceutical company that makes naloxone, which 
helps, you know, get people patients off of these opioid addictions. And he was gout price gouging or charging like billing Medicare like this astronomical amount. So they're trying to make money now. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And the sad part is that, I mean, even pharmaceutical companies knew what they were doing. And I know we're going to get into this Mm -hmm. um, in some of the next segments, but it's crazy how this has come about. And so we're going to obviously be sharing that as well. But I mean, I think one of the stats that I was reading is there is enough painkillers, opioids in the U.S. today that every single adult in the U.S. can have um, enough pain medications to supply them for one full month. Every single adult. That's that's the surplus. That's the amount of painkillers. You can't tell me that pharmaceutical companies don't know this. Oh, they create they they mass created it like they produced all of that like yeah. and with the hopes of selling their product i'm sure no one wants it to sit on the shelf <laughs> right so it, yeah it just it blows my mind um God, obviously yeah. where we're at but i mean that's the reason why this is a crisis and that's why trump yeah. said this is this is a crisis scenario because if we don't begin to do something different you know we're going to have a worse result and, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a tremendously worse result if we don't begin to actually monitor how to help these patients um, actually get off of these these medications right. And get their get their lives back, literally. Yeah. And hopefully we can save quite a few. You know, yeah. obviously there's going to be some people that aren't going to be able to be saved, but there's this huge problem. And that's where this lawsuit comes in is they're going to hopefully try to get enough money to enact these programs to help yeah. get people off and hopefully invest into clinics like ours where we can help get patients off of these medications naturally and uh, solve pain problems naturally as well. And I think just, it was just of last year, I think there was actually a, there was a a $1 billion grant that went into helping actually get people off of opioid medications. But that's, that's just scratching the surface. I mean, it really is. People think of a billion dollars. (laughs) Right. Well, just to kind of put the (laughs) epidemic word in, you know, focus here. I'm reading a stat here from the International Narcotics Control Board that reported in 2015, Americans represented about 99.7% of the world's oxycodone uh, consumption. 99.7%. Well, the United States pres- uh, utilizes more prescription drugs than any other country in the nation. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, By percentage. I mean, it's the, insane. The, the U.S., I mean, I, I think out of like, I think like 36 industrialized nations— that are out there, the U.S., I think it, the stat that I read is the U.S. and Canada take about 80% of the world's medications. Right. Yet yeah, we're ranked like almost dead, dead last when it comes health. to overall health yeah. among, among industrialized yeah. nations. you got to do insane. something different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you want to stay tuned, Kansas City, because this is a huge topic. It even impacts Kansas City as well. And I know you may know someone or you have a friend that knows someone that's been affected by this. I know I do as well. Um, so that we definitely want to talk about it. So stay tuned, Kansas City, when we come back. Vince, do you have anything to say? I do. If you'd like to learn more about Dr. Pearson, give her a follow on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is KC Wellness Advocate. Also on Facebook, Dr. Kendra Pearson, Dr. Kendra Pearson on Facebook. Of course, you'll want to keep up with Dr. Boonder as well. His Instagram handle is Health Rebellion KC at Health Rebellion KC. And then, of course, on Facebook, you can visit Northland Physical Medicine and learn more about the natural way of healing. Yeah, when we get, when we come back, we're going to talk more about this lawsuit against the opioid companies and the things that they hid because I think it's like really scary. And I think it opens our eyes. Do you need to be a skeptic when it comes to, to putting chemicals and outside things in your body? And then also talk about what are some natural solutions that you can do. Stay tuned, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Fear. 
Welcome back, Kansas City. You are listening to The Wellness Advocate. I'm your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson. And if you're just tuning in, Vince is with me, Dr. Adam Boonder is with me, and we are talking about the opioid epidemic and recent news that is, actually, I read an article on CBS News, and it really got me thinking, it got my my blood pumping about this whole opioid epidemic because Mm -hmm. the hammer is coming down on the opioid industry, and that's got me super excited because finally... We need it. So apparently Mike Moore, who's an attorney that facilitated the lawsuit that sued the tobacco industry for, I think it was like $250 billion to help pay for all of the people that were sick and injured and died from tobacco use and Mm -hmm. was lied to by the tobacco industry about it, is now gathering forces and going after the opioid industry for the same thing. Yeah. And what's crazy is, as I'm reading this article, is the evidence is staggering that he has on the opioid industry and how they purposely manipulated and lied to doctors, to the FDA, to patients about the addictive properties of the drug, which is insane. And so doctors are prescribing it, not know, think of assuming that it's safe for their patients. Right. But I think, man, you've been burned so many times. When are you going to stop believing? Yeah. Well, what's great, though, I mean, I I have obviously friends of mine that are doctors. I mean, the truth is they are trying their hardest to begin to reduce the amount of of prescriptions. I mean, and they're even at the point of their they're referring patients to clinics, you know, like yours, Dr. Mm -hmm. Kendra, where where it was I was listening to an actual YouTube video on uh, as a a chief science officer. He he's also a. uh, a professor at a, a medical university, and he said, you know, I have the answer to to correcting this opioid epidemic in the U.S. And I was like, oh, I want to hear this. I wonder what this is. Are they going to try to do another medication? What's you know? And he said, it's about having insurance companies actually pay for integrated clinics, integrated right. medicine, where they're offering things like acupuncture and chiropractic and physical therapy and all these things to get to the root cause as to why that chronic pain is actually happening. I was like, well, that's a novel idea. We've been doing that for, well, quite a while. And we've been right. teaching on that for, you know, 15, 20. If you talk about chiropractic, quite a few years now. Yeah. Well, we know it works. <laughs> right. The frustration is is have, having it available yeah. uh, to our patients that can't afford it, you know, especially with high deductibles. But even yeah. if it's not covered by insurance, and a lot of this alternative medication is not covered by insurance, therefore they turn to what is covered. Right. Which for the longest time has been these medications. Yeah. And, and, and it's amazing. we I was listening to this doctor also speak, and he said, you know, as a physician, you know, it's crazy because patients are coming in, and they know they have the next patient lined up. And he said, okay, so my option is to write a prescription, talk to this patient about their pain, write a prescription, which takes me about 20 seconds, or sit there and talk to them for 20 minutes. And he, he literally said, he goes, well, it's just easier for me to write a prescription and get to the next patient. Right. I'm like, number one, the way that we look at our patients and how we treat our patients that should never be, you know, get to the next one. It should be right. what's what's the focus. And I think that's part of this, too, is our own healthcare system is has become to this point where it's just quick in, quick out, get going, get as many patients through the door. You know, it's just this kind of herding cattle back and forth in and out where that completely takes the focus off of why they're even there. And, and mm-hmm. what's the, the purpose of that patient being there is they're seeking help. 
you know? Yeah. And so well, there's a lot of factors in this and there's actually, you know, how long it ch- takes to change a paradigm. I mean, yeah. we're, we're at the forefront of it, but you know, knowing that alternative medicine, like acupuncture, chiropractic, massage, physical therapy, stem cell like, therapy, stem I mean, cell therapy, yeah. that being the answer, but how long was that suppressed? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's even public knowledge, Wilk versus the AMA and how the chiropractic profession was wrongfully demonized in the medical profession. So that's chiropractic being now labeled as the wanting doctors to refer to chiropractic to help solve this problem. Right. But for so many years, doctors were told not to refer to chiropractic. Chiropractic will hurt people, blah, blah, blah. And then to find out that they were actually sued for that because that was a lie. Yeah. And now they have to backpedal and write all these wrongs. Yeah. You know, it's like you need to turn to here, take these medications that are addictive. Don't see the chiropractor. Yeah. Now, it, now it's, it's being reversed, reverse right? The yeah. It, it always comes back. It, Unfortunately, sometimes it's too little too late. People yeah. are already hurt. People are already injured. I mean, and speaking of hurt and injured, I, I don't think a lot of listeners realize that, I mean, opioid uh, overdose. So deaths due to opioids is the number one cause of death of people 50 and under. It's the number one cause of death. And I don't know about you, but I I want to live past 50. I want all of my family members to live past 50. Uh, But again, a crisis is a crisis. An epidemic is an epidemic. And it's been stated that because there's a massive issue that's happening and we Mm -hmm. have to begin to do something different. And this definitely hits home because even at the very beginning of the the segment here, you were talking about or or the show about this hitting home, you know, in Kansas City, in Johnson County, because, I mean, it was just. I mean, wasn't it just was it just this week that Johnson County filed suit or, yeah. or last week? Yeah, it was just so. a, a few weeks ago. Johnson County filed a suit. Um, the city of Overland Park did mm-hmm. just in the, within the last month. Uh, I mean, multiple counties and cities yeah. in the state of Missouri and Kansas. I mean, there's right. 30 states, I think, already and, involved. And the listeners may be sitting here and they're, and they're listening to this and they're thinking, you know, this doesn't affect me. But when you look at the actual stat, now these are the numbers that actually came out of Johnson County. Um, so there was... So there's Overland Park uh, suit. This is Kansas had an opioid prescription rate of 93.8 retail prescriptions per year per 100 people in 2012. Like ni- like 94 people out of 100 <laughs> right. prescribed opioids. Um, and then it says, and this is what's crazy, which was ranked 16th highest in the nation. Wow. 16th highest in the nation. And then it goes, though the rate was only 66.9 per 100 people in Johnson County. I'm like, Only? That, that mean, but Overland Park was 94. Is that what you said? But so Johnson Overland County Park, was only 66? Yeah. So it's wow. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, Johnson. Overland so, Park you know, what's a, crazy a is a lot amount. of times people think of drug addiction or stuff you might think of lower income or poverty. Yeah. And this goes to anybody. Well, and that's the anybody. scary thing. Anybody. This is where it gets so scary because it's, and the pharmaceutical companies know this, that these are prescribed. So, so we as patients, are trusting our doctors, and they think it's okay because it's a prescribed medication. And, right. And it really is no the, – the reason why people move on to things like heroin is because, because of that addiction process. You and know, it's it, highly it addictive. So yeah. here's what's crazy. I always think – you know, when I was a kid, I was taught, you know, you get sick and you get prescribed an antibiotic. You have mm-hmm. to take every pill. Yeah. Take – Finish it, even if you feel better, finish it. You're always yeah. told, doctor prescribes it to you, finish it. Right. Well, when you, even if you have a minor procedure, they prescribe you this opioid painkiller. And they, I think I had a, I had my wisdom teeth removed. They gave me 48 pills. Oh my gee. You know, well, of course I only took <laughs> wow. like two, yeah, like yeah. the one right after I left and like one that I, I went to bed and that's it. And then I had like 46 pills sitting in my cabinet. Right. Forever. But 
you know, I, I know better, but some patients may not. They, they may don't. just like, well, it's my prescription. got to finish it. That's blows my mind because not everybody's well educated as the doctor to educate right. 48 pills and and truth truth be told this spans beyond even just the healthcare industry i mean we have right now we have law enforcement that's stepping up and saying there's a problem as well and they're joining forces because mm-hmm. they they have to to see what's actually happening to people with these addiction issues they're on the front lines yeah well if you'd like to learn more about healing naturally and just some of the natural uh pain relievers or natural pain relief that we can offer at Northland Physical Medicine. Dr. Pearson is actually hosting a dinner with a doc on January 8th at Shoal Creek Golf Course. Come make 2019 the year of results if you've been suffering from sciatic pain, joint discomfort, back pain, even headaches and migraines, even chronic fatigue. Join us, take control of your health and RSVP at 816-452-4488. You know what? That's very important, Vince. Look, if you're suffering with pain, if you're on opioids or you want to get off, Try chiropractic. This is what we do. We're good at it. We can get you out of pain and feeling better without drugs and surgery. That's our main goal. So stay tuned, Kansas City. I want you to hear this next segment. We're going to dig into this even deeper. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Welcome back, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate. I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson. And if you're just tuning in, Vince is here with me. Dr. Adam Bunder is. And today we are talking about the opioid epidemic and the latest news of the lawsuit that is coming down on the opioid industry that is involving, I think, over 1,500 different uh, local governments, cities, states coming together. I believe it won't be long to where it's just like when they went after the big tobacco industry and Mm -hmm. all 50 states were involved because this opioid epidemic, now that the government, Donald Trump and everybody is trying to enact legislation to solve this problem, it's too late. So too much money has been spent by local governments and states and Medicare and Medicaid on the health problems it's created, the Mm -hmm. addiction it's created the death and devastation that it's created, that there's so much money and damages that now they're going after the opioid industry to actually pay for this. But right. they just apparently when I the articles I'm reading and the evidence they have against the opioid industry and what they actually knew was happening, they deserve to pay for it. Absolutely. They, well, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm reading an article by CNN Health and I think it's just absolutely just crazy to me that according to the CDC, 49,068 deaths in the United States last year, according to or involved with opioid overdoses. And then, of course, more than 130 people die every day from drug-related overdoses in 2016 and 2017, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Right. I mean, there's this huge problem. And now, I mean, we're on the right track. Like, you can see that we're trying to, you know, backpedal and trying to correct and right the wrong but it's going to take a long time and it's, it's going to be It's kind of hard. hard. You know, when the dam breaks, the water starts flowing. You can't just patch it right back up. I, I mean, know. And that's that's kind of where we're at. The dam is broken and people are being affected. So how do we begin to patch this and obviously make it stronger than it was before? And and the the steps are being taken. I mean, they're starting mm-hmm. to create protocols and they're and and even some of the the major people even with the health insurance companies are actually beginning to look at their own data. Because they can see what doctors are prescribing what things and in what quantities. And uh, I think the, the main director of Aetna, I was listening to him actually talk, 
And he said they were able to actually pull out the top 1% of doctors prescribing opioid medications. And they literally, they went to them and said, you need to stop doing this. And here is now the protocol to actually begin to reduce that amount. Now, yeah. again, doesn't mean that all of those doctors are going to listen. But the, the thing that's comforting to me is that even the insurance companies are starting to, to see this and they're putting actions into place as well. Right. And hopefully... Um, open up more coverage for yeah. alternative healthcare providers like chiropractors and chiropractic because it's amazing yeah. at pain relief and actually yeah. correct the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't. I mean, we should say it. I mean, opioids. What are they? They're just a cover up. The yeah. mask doesn't solve any problem. Causes well, and that's what I want to talk. I mean, people ask, you know, painkillers. What what are the actual names of them? And what is it really that's an opioid? So our body has opioid receptors. They're basically right. pain receptors, and and how these opioids work. You know, we say that they're just painkillers and we kind of brush that off like it's something really, really simple. But it's not just that they're painkillers. These drugs actually affect our brain, our spinal cord. It's it's neurological in what mm-hmm. they're doing. They literally attach to these receptors and they literally just cut off pain. Now, if you really begin to dive into this, if you think about it, how many Americans do we know that are in, in some sort of pain? This may not even be physical pain. It may be psychological pain, all this. Mm-hmm. These painkillers help to reduce all of that. Talk about stress, all the things that come with that. So when people are taking these pink, it's, just, it's not just that they, they feel better physically, they're feeling better mentally. Right. Oh, yes. Of course they're getting addicted. It activates the reward areas of the brain, releasing uh, dopamine, creating a feeling of euphoria or like a right. high. And then when they yeah. come off of these pain medications, whether they're prescribed 46 or whatever, they're like, man, I my life feels good, you know? And mm-hmm. And so no wonder that addiction begin, begins to come. But, you know, just some, some names of Medicaid. We've been talking about opioids. I mean, there's yeah. everything from fentanyl, uh, codeine, hydrocodone. Oxycodone. Um, oxycodone, uh, hydromorphone. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. And, and they all have their own. Each pharmaceutical company has their own name for each of these. Um, but you, people just need to be aware and honestly work with your doctor. If, if I don't know many people that. I mean, a lot of people don't want to be on them because right. uh, they know what they do. But to be able to get off of them, there's a right way to do it. And and now there's systems in place. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to your doctor and you say you want to be able to get off this, they should be willing to help you through that process. Yeah. And hopefully more programs are giving people access to even mm-hmm. medications are needed to help patients get off this a lot of time. Well, speaking of programs, in 2013, the medical care cost and uh, substance abuse treatment for opioid addiction and overdoses was an estimated $78.5 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all about, and, and again, we're not here saying stop this stuff cold turkey because if you're already on these medications, that's the worst thing you that you could actually do. You need to that talk to your doctor. It to you or your doctor. Yeah. And, and monitor that process. But that's the first step. And um, one great solution is uh, integrative clinics like, like the one that I run alternative medicine, chiropractic therapy. Uh, chiropractic is amazing at relieving pain. I mean, every time you receive an adjustment to the spine or manual work, uh, the muscles uh, along the spine, it actually affects the nociceptors and helps block pain and relieve pain. But mm-hmm. even more so addressing the underlying cause of the problem. Correct. Not just masking the yeah. not just masking the symptoms. Not just masking the symptoms. And that's what we do in our clinic. We actively try to find the root cause, correct it, and help our patients function better so they can continue improving and not just mask it. Correct. You know, obviously we can't help everybody completely fix everything, but we can help them quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And we do not prescribe opioids in our clinic. 
we actually help a lot of patients get off of it. I mean, if you go to our Facebook page and you look at our reviews, most of our reviews are patients saying, I'm no longer taking this medication. Correct. And that's where my passion lies. And that's why we do what we do. So if you're suffering with pain and you know somebody that is, call our office. Come in. Meet with our doctors. Um, let us see if we can help. We'll be honest with you if we can. Yeah, and definitely. even work with your doctor. Yeah, give us a call, 816-452-4488. We'd be more than happy to get you scheduled for a consultation because that's the first step in taking control of your health and really being conscientious. Right, and just wanting to get better. And more and more patients are, I swear, every day. And this is what we attract in our clinic, though, is patients who want to get better yeah. physically and want to find that root cause, but they're like, I don't want to take this anymore. Well, and that's what's hard. Is it gets to that point I've always said, we talk about alternative medicine. You know, they, they look at integrated clinics or even chiropractic as alternatives when we really should be transitioning our mindset and, and thinking in the fact of the pain medication should be the alternative. alternative. The right. surgery should be the alternative. We should begin seeking again, that root cause, the natural way to actually begin to allow the body to heal because your body can heal. It absolutely mm -hmm. can heal and it can get through these things if it's addressed and looked at the right way. Why do we and, always have to learn the hard way? Everything's right? so backwards. Like, obviously, opioids, they can be a miracle of science. When yeah. someone is devastatingly injured, yeah. like, I get hit by a bus, yeah. you know, or someone gets hurt really bad. Yeah. That can be a miracle, but they, right. we just use it wrong. We use yeah. it for chronic conditions. Well, and I think well, one of the biggest things is, pain. you know, why not prescribe just 12 of them, not 48? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's where one of the biggest... Well, it's well because, now they're starting that. Right. But like 48... <laughs> Well, yeah. isn't it isn't it something like you can you can start having an addiction to opioids in a little as in as little as like seven days? Yeah, I think yeah. I was watching something on a um, I think it was an ER doc that mm -hmm. even knew better, but he was in he was like a he raced cars as a pastime, and he was yeah. in a car accident, and he took like a couple, and it relieved his pain, and he was like just for just two days, and he was able to get back to work. But he said he not only had relief of pain, he felt euphoric and like he had all this energy, and he was so happy that he. In literally two days, he was addicted. He started writing prescriptions to fake patients for himself. Like he got himself in a oh world of goodness. trouble, like two and yeah. a half years in jail over the whole thing. Yeah. And he but even again, knew. Yeah. But again, that's how it affects the mind. You know, it's not, I always say you can't sit here and say, well, that, that's a horrible guy. He's a, it, it's a drug that yeah. created, again, a, even a synthetic thought within him saying that this is what was needed. And, yeah. and that, I think that's one of the, the biggest things it's, I, I was joking while we were off air saying, you know, we, we talk about these medications. I mean, you can even read on the labels. It, it even says, you know, don't operate heavy machinery. What's a vehicle? What's a car? Right. I mean, that's heavy machinery that, and, and knowing that this is an epidemic and it's major, my biggest fear is if, if a mom is on a, a painkiller or even a dad and they're driving around with their children yeah. or I'm driving with my children in my car, not knowing Who's driving those other vehicles and what's happening Didn't there? Didn't Tiger Woods recently get in some hot water about being inside his vehicle and I have passed no idea. out and he no. was on pain meds or yeah. yeah, that was like a year or two ago. He yeah, got, yeah, he was. Well, but you, you do not. He, uh, he was like under under the influence of quite a bit of different medications. Well, and that's the thing is, people don't also take into account like you know mixing these opioids and things like that with additional medications. The effects that could have that as as well. Well, and a lot of yeah. these celebrities that are overdosing oh and that are gosh. dying, How the many? majority of them are on their their cocktails are mixed with opioid pain medications. Yeah, what was that Prince was recently yeah. Michael Jackson. There's Michael a, Jackson. Yeah. Fentanyl was his. I don't know if yeah. any of these listeners know, but Mac Miller. You know. No, who's that? <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a hip hop artist. <laughs> oh, so. really? I'm like oh. <laughs> Not Blake Shelton. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So if you're just tuning in Kansas City, we are talking about the opioid epidemic and how we have got to learn to deal with pain an alternative way. And chiropractic can definitely be the answer. Definitely. And of course, to our listeners, if you're looking to avoid a surgery that would cause you to have you know, long recovery time and opioids and things like that to mask the symptoms afterwards, I would definitely encourage you to visit our stem cell um, seminar that we're hosting in St. Joe on the 15th of January. It's going to be at the St. Joseph Country Club. Give me a call, 913-745-7381 to RSVP your seat. It's life-changing information. Yeah, so, you know, have enjoy the holidays with your family. And as you start to think about your New Year's resolution, January 15th, Join us. I'm going to be talking. We're, we'll talk all about it, and we'll see if we can help you, your loved ones, your family members, um, naturally. Yeah, Absolutely. make 2019 the year of results. Yeah. yeah, and hey, you don't need to take our word for it. Get on, watch the 60 Minutes uh, that's actually going to be coming up. Yes. Because, um, I mean, they're going to be going through this whole thing, and uh, it's just, again, it's it's solidifying. It's showing what changes are happening. Yeah, this is steamrolling, folks. So stay tuned, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I know you hear my cry. Your love is lifting me above all the lies. No matter what I face this, I know in time. Okay, Kansas City, welcome back. You, If you're just tuning in, you are listening to The Wellness Advocate. I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson, and today I'm in studio with Vince I'm also here with my good friend, Dr. Adam Boonder, and today we were, we have been talking about the opioid epidemic, mainly because recent news is showing us that Mike Moore, who's an attorney that sued the big tobacco industry and won $250 billion to help mm-hmm. fund programs for all the devastation that the tobacco companies caused with pe- people's health, he is now going after the opioid industry in the same way, and he's expecting even more because the devastation is even more than what the tobacco industry caused with yeah. the health of Americans. I mean, they're, they're saying the opioid lawsuit is basically on par to become the largest civil litigation uh, agreement in U.S. history to date. It's you know what? Crazy. I hope that something actually wakes up these pharmaceutical companies and big pharma and makes them maybe act a little bit more morally. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but, you know, for so long, like, they lie about... Um, the effect of their medications. They lie about their studies and they put these drugs on the market just to make money like Vioxx for one instance. And they find evidence that they knew it was harmful, yet they pushed it anyway and lied to doctors who are giving it to their patients unknowingly. And then they get sued for it, but it's not enough to affect them. It's like just the cost of doing business. They're like, oh, oops, slap on the wrist. They just set money aside in their budget for things like this. Actually just proved to them that that's a good thing to do. It's good to make money by lying because it doesn't cost us a whole lot when we have to pay out. Hopefully this is the one that shakes them to their core, makes them pay out so much, hopefully even puts some of them out of business. Yeah. And then rights that wrong. And so in America, we can use, because medications can be life-saving. I'm not against medications when they're used correctly. Properly. And that's, they ruin it for everybody. Yeah. You know, they ruin it for everybody because, you know, even opioids, you know, they get, there's so much bad press about them, but it can be a miracle in some instances. It can right. be if it's used properly. It's just, we abuse it and we use it wrong. We lie and it gets us in all this trouble. Yeah. Now, so many Americans are hurt and dying and sick and addicted. And 
the solutions are there. We just yeah. don't use it. Well, I think one of the biggest things, and I was just thinking about this, you know, the, the Hippocratic Oath, you know, as a physician, the, the biggest part that people always reference is at first do no harm. And the truth is the physicians, um, even when they're prescribing this, are trying to do no harm. They're right. trying to help patients. The problem is a pharmaceutical company and their marketing and and a lot of their sales reps, that's not their oath. Their oath is not to first do no harm. It's to how many of these can we actually get out into the market? Right. You know, what's their bottom dollar? What are they going to make? And and there's such a disconnect that that obviously we're we're at the place that we're at. And what's mm-hmm. hard is that our doctors, what do they do? They prescribe this. You know, there's two sides of this, but one side is to help patients, the other side is to help their pockets. You know what's crazy is I hope this makes people look at science and research a little bit because everyone says, oh, you know, research, research, science is science. But science is not science when people can manipulate the studies. Correct. You know, when they manipulate the studies, then you don't even know what science is true. Yeah. And that's what we have to rely on. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, when you look at this again to to get rid of pain, that's what the opioids are for. It's Mm -hmm. for painkillers. But. A lot of people don't realize the additional side effects that actually come along with that. I mean, that's okay. everything from hormonal imbalances, constipation, digestive problems. Um, it's actually labeled on some of those increased pain, which <laughs> is which is crazy. Right. Um, infertility, depression, weakened immune system, liver toxicity, uh, gastrointestinal. So gut bleeding is another thing that can actually happen. You know, they and have medications for abuse. all of that stuff, too. Right. Right. Course. Wasn't there you know, a commercial just, out not that long ago for a medication to help with opioid-induced constipation? Right. I know. Like, hey, I got a pill for that, too. I got another pill for that. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah, it's wrong. But and here's the thing. I think it was in 2017, the American um, College of Physicians actually came out with new guidelines saying mm-hmm. in 2017 that now first uh, things that should be referred to alternative things like chiropractic instead of prescribing opioids. Right. Obviously taking ibuprofen and muscle relaxers because they always love to mask, love right. to go to that. But that can help relieve discomfort while someone like the chiropractor can help find the underlying cause and treat that condition. Mm-hmm. Chiropractic is amazing, folks, when it comes to relieving pain and actually correcting the underlying condition. You know, if we just take low back pain, for instance, majority of the time, most likely all of the time, back pain is caused by a reason. Your body right. doesn't just give you pain for no reason at all. Usually it's mechanical. Chiropractors are trained at finding that and actually restoring proper motion mm-hmm. and correcting the problem. But the thing is, is if you just mask it and you just leave that mechanical problem there, it will cause arthritis and degeneration and problems that can't be reversed. Right. Unless you're talking about stem cell therapy and then maybe yeah. that can actually reverse some degeneration. Right. So that now they're finally saying that should be the front line. Whereas for years, they refused to refer to chiropractic because they were against it for, there's right. other reasons you can look it up. Right. But, but now there's numerous studies that have actually come out stating that I mean, treatments that have lasted around 12 weeks or longer, which is basically like rehab, but mm-hmm. under chiropractic care, increasing that, that joint mobility um, actually has shown greater reductions in pain than medications on the market right now. So, I mean, well, it's just go. showing that increasing the mobility, reducing that restriction, reduces inflammation. It's also affecting those same pain receptors, just the mobility of that joint. When your joints don't move, it is constantly sending a pain signal saying that there's restriction to your brain. And once you start that movement again, it's actually releasing that dopamine to allow your body to begin to right. heal, function, 
You ever, you know, you've been a chiropractor just the same amount of time as I have, but you mm-hmm. ever have patients say, oh, you know, I don't want to go to a chiropractor because I hear once you go, you never don't, you don't ever want to stop. Oh yeah. No, I've never yeah. heard that. But right. wouldn't <laughs> you rather be addicted to chiropractic adjustments than opioids? <laughs> yeah. Figuring that one can cause death and suicidal thoughts. Right. And all those and, side effects. Yeah, um, you can still drive your car with a chiropractic adjustment. Yeah, you Which can. is great, you know. And you yeah. know, and anyone ever cuts off your chiropractic adjustments and you can't get any more, you can't get an alternative like heroin right. to help yeah. supply it. You may get your uncle to pop your back for there you. There you go. Don't, Don't do that, do by that. the way. Yes, don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, anyway, I'm addicted to chiropractic adjustments. Oh, me too. <laughs> well, I, was, I wanted to bring up something that I found here. In 2007, the federal government brought up criminal charges against Purdue Pharma for creating misleading advertising for their product Oxycontin. Yeah. Just, so they actually stated that it was rarely addictive. Correct. Or like less than 1% of people would be mm-hmm. addicted. Yeah. And they're, they're not the only one. I mean, obviously there's Johnson and Johnson. There's, I think it's Teva is another one. Some mm-hmm. of these, these companies. So, well, I found an interesting thing here that big pharmacy chains like CVS is announcing that they will implement new restrictions on filling prescriptions such as opioids. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a cool step. To well, make in some forward. States they're suing them. Really? They're going after Walgreens, CVS, these pharmacies for distributing. Everybody plays a role and they have responsibility, <laughs> you know, in this. The doctors, the pharmacists, the manufacturers, the distributors, all of them have a responsibility and play a role. Definitely. Well, I definitely want to touch all, I want to touch all of our business listeners, all okay. of our listeners that are business owners. I'm sorry. And I want to ask you a question. What's the most valuable asset to your business? Your employees. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you want to keep your employees healthy, off opioids, keep their body moving and functioning? Dr. Pearson loves to get out in the community and educate uh, staffs of all sizes, you know, companies of all sizes on the, you know, the value of health and wellness and keeping yourself mobile and how to avoid these types of situations. Mm-hmm. So give me a call, 913-745-7381. We'd love to come and talk to your team or your business about health, wellness, ergonomics, just keeping your employees overall healthy. Yeah, obviously, if you listen to this radio show, it's no surprise that I like to talk. <laughs> and I like to educate and bring truth. So please come to our dinner with the doc. I think it's going to be January 15th. 8th. January, January 8th. 8th. At Shoal, <laughs> Shoal Something Creek else Golf is probably Course. happening that day. Yeah. The stem cell seminar. January 8th. Come to that. If you can't remember Vince's phone number, jump on our website, call our front desk. They'll help you get set up. Correct. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And I just want to educate more people on them. There is an alternative. You don't have to turn to prescription medications. Chiropractic can help. We can find the root cause, a solution. More than that, we have an integrative team. We have nurse practitioners. We have a medical doctor. Guess what? They don't prescribe medications. Well, And one of the great side effects of chiropractic care and, and medicine in that realm is that you feel better. Awesome. <laughs> Love and appreciate you all. Stay tuned next week. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson.